Before we start today's episode, we have a quick message from our sponsor. Grownups, this ad's for you. Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hi, Mystery Recipe Grownups. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Juicy Juice. Juicy Juice 100% Juice is bursting with the fruity, juicy taste kids love. With no added sugar, no high fructose corn syrup, and 100% vitamin C in each 8-ounce serving, it's goodness made juicy. Available in a variety of flavors and sizes, with bottles big enough for the whole family to single-size boxes that kids can pack with their lunch or enjoy on the go. Juicy Juice 100% Juice makes kids and their parents 100% happy. To learn more, visit JuicyJuice.com. Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids, and this is our very first bonus episode. For the next eight weeks, we are going to be learning about the fun and fantastical side of food through this series of short, jam-packed, interactive episodes. Each week, we'll play a round of a game we're calling Name That Recipe. Using sound clues and trivia hints, you at home get to try and guess what recipe we are talking about. But you won't be doing it alone. Every episode will have a different character you know and love from our show to help you guess. And we'll get to learn more about them. Because the recipes will be specifically chosen to tell us a little more about their past. Are you ready to guess along at home and try to name that recipe? I can't wait for our first special guest to arrive. We spent the last few weeks building out our game show set, and it looks pretty magical. Plus, I've got all these buttons to make dramatic game show sounds. Like this. Or this. Molly? You in there? Why is this hallway so dark? There's our first contestant on Name That Recipe. Be quiet. I'm going to turn off all the lights so we can surprise her. Golly, Molly. Are you just sitting in here in the dark? Are you meditating or playing hide-and-seek alone? Because surely you're not starting season three without me. Are you? Mitzi. Molly, you're using your serious voice. Your challenge... I'm shaking. Should you choose to accept it? I accept it. I accept it. Golly, Molly, why are we in the dark? We'll be to help our young chefs at home guess our bonus episode mystery recipe using sound clues and trivia facts. Molly, I can't believe this is happening. Why did you not give me any warning? Ah, I won't let you down, young chefs. Why am I yelling? I don't know. Why are you yelling? It's just me. Mitzi the Oven Mitt. Molly the what? Yeah. Welcome to Name That Recipe. The lights, the set, the music. Ah, where'd this hot seat come from? This is the best day of my life. Are you surprised? Am I surprised? I mean, am I pink and heat-resistant? Yes, I'm surprised. How did you keep this a secret? Ah, your host podium is so cool, too. 
I even have one of these cool, fancy game show host microphones. I love it! Is that where the studio audience is going to be? Well, no. We got kind of carried away with the set design. There isn't going to be a studio audience. But that's okay, because Mitzi, it is time to play Name That Recipe. I love that game! I've never played it, but I love it! Mystery Recipe Molly, this hot seat is incredibly comfortable. Also, not hot at all. I'd say room temperature, although if it were hot, I'd be the one for the job. Well, hot seat is more of a saying, and we want to make sure our guest of honor is comfy. Guest of honor? Ah, little old me. Honorable. You hear that, listeners? So, Mitzi, are you ready to play Name That Recipe? Yes! Uh, wait. Actually, no. How does it work, Molly? Well, you are going to help our listeners at home guess a mystery recipe. It's going to be something from the America's Test Kitchen Kids website so that our young chefs can give it a try if they want to after the episode. Delicious! And how do I help them guess? Well, it will sort of be like Guess the Ingredient meets Tricky Trivia. We'll have two segments. Sounds like... And Did You Know? In Sounds Like, we'll play sound clues, and you can use those to guess some of the ingredients in the recipe. And for Did You Know? We'll use trivia facts to give you some hints about the recipe as a whole. Huh. I'm no Zoe, our official ingredient guesser, so I've got some big shoes to fill. Not literally, Zoe. Uh, Zoe, your shoes are very normal-sized, I-, I promise. Not that I look at your feet a lot, but uh, can you tell I'm nervous? Is it hot near, or is this just the hot seat? Ugh. There's also one more way you'll be able to help our listeners at home. This game isn't just about our listeners. It's also about you. Say what? Get out of town, Molly! I mean it. I didn't mean it about getting out of town, Molly. That's just a saying, and I was all excited. I would never ask you to skip town like that, uh, unless we were going on a trip together or something. I'd love to. I know, Mitzi, don't worry. But yes, this episode is going to let us learn more about you. We wanted to use these bonus episodes to learn more about the characters on our show. So this recipe is actually something that has played an important part in your past. We actually talked to a few people from your past, and we asked them all about your favorite foods. What? Who? Was it someone from Mitt City? Glovey? Mitt Man? Fuzzy Wuzzy? I can't tell you that, Mitzi. What did they say? I can't tell you that either, Mitzi. What I can tell you is this. We've selected a mystery dish, one of your favorite foods from your past, based on these conversations. And so, in addition to clues and trivia, we'll also be asking you a question about you. Are you ready to play, Mitzi? Well, to be honest, I'm feeling pretty nervous, but I'm just going to let myself feel that way and see this game as an opportunity to do something brave. I'm so proud of you, Mitzi, for being brave. How about you, listeners? Are you ready to play Name That Recipe? Great. Let's start with some mystery sounds with our first section. This part's called Sounds Like. 
Each of these sounds is a clue for a different ingredient in our mystery Mitzi recipe. Here's your first one. So Mitzi, and Young Chefs at Home, what do you think that sounds like? Hmm. It sounded like maybe an animal on a farm. It was a little bit deep, a little bit like, uh, like, uh, um, I haven't spent too much time on a farm in my personal life, but, you know, from nursery rhymes and that sort of thing, I do feel vaguely familiar with some. And I am a milk fan personally, although sometimes it doesn't agree with my stomach too, too much. But yeah, I'm going to say that that was cows. Yeah, cows. You are exactly right, Mitzi. That was the sound of a cow. That was a cow mooing. And you had a really good impression of a cow mooing, too. So well done. What do you think that means about today's recipe? Uh, well... A cow does make milk, and and milk can make all kinds of things. Uh, I know that milk can make uh, butter and um, ice cream, which I really like. Oh, is it ice cream? Is the recipe ice cream? I've done it. I've solved it. It's over. I won. You have to wait a little bit longer, Mitzi, before you make your guesses. We still have a bunch of ingredients and other clues to get through. But I, I like the way your brain is going here. So keep on thinking. It's a cow, and cows make milk, and you like milk and you like butter, and you like ice cream. Those are all good places to start. Thanks. Yeah, that's an accurate synopsis of where I'm at sort of brainstorming-wise. Perfect. Let's go on to the next sound. (laughs) So listeners, what did that sound like to you? Mitzi, what do you think? Uh, well... It sounded like someone crying, which is a sound I'm somewhat familiar with as a relatively in-touch emotional character myself. Um, yeah, so I heard some maybe light sobs or wails of some kind. I hope this isn't a sad ingredient, uh, but I also heard thumping like a huh, huh, huh type of thing. I don't really know what that was. Maybe... Sort of a metal against a cutting board. Wait a second. Something you cut that makes you cry. Oh, yeah. I think I might know what this one is. Oh, yeah? What do you think? Well, if I had to guess, it would probably be some sort of ingredient that aggravates your eyes like a onion. Good guessing, Mitzi. I'm I'm really impressed that you could go from the sound of crying to our ingredient onion. But as we learned, onions can make you cry. Onions won't make you cry like that person was because they don't actually make you sad, but they do make your eyes water. So great guess, Mitzi. Are you ready for sound number three? I am, although I have to say I'm having a hard time piecing these two clues together. I don't really want the recipe to be onion ice cream, and that's something I'm personally not interested in trying, so I hope that's not involved. That's a really interesting idea. I've never had onion ice cream. Sounds like you haven't either, so it's probably not what we're going for, but it's intriguing. Yeah, that makes sense, right? It's a recipe from my past, and onion ice cream is neither in my past nor my future. Okay, I'm ready for the next clue. (laughs) 
Hmm. This was a tough one. Any guesses, listeners? Mitzi, what does that sound like? Uh, I have to admit, I'm a little bit stumped. It sounded sort of like thumping, like somebody dancing, or, uh, I don't know, somebody trying to play a song on a piano where the keys aren't attached to the piano. I don't know. I can't think of a single ingredient that sounds like that. Well, here's a little bit of a hint. It's not exactly a single ingredient, not in the same way as uh, onions, for example. This is a little bit more of something that you do when you're cooking, a little bit more of a technique. Can you think of anything that you would, something that you could thump with as you cook? Something you could thump with as you cook? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a rolling pin or some sort of mixing device. Yes, you're getting hotter. What do you do with a rolling pin? Uh, you push and you press and you spread and you mash. Exactly. Do you think that the sound you just heard could have been made by a rolling pin? Uh, yes, quite possibly. But I can't think of a time I would use a rolling pin to push around milk and onions. (laughs) Well, you don't necessarily need to use the rolling pin to push around milk and onions, per se. What kind of things do you push around with a rolling pin? Ah, like dough. Like pastry dough. Exactly. We are using this rolling pin to roll out some kind of dough. So far, you've helped our listeners guess something to do with a cow, whether that's milk or butter or or something else, and onions, and now we have some dough. Any guesses so far what the recipe for today will be? Don't worry if you aren't sure, because we have more hints for you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. We have plenty of time. This next section is called Did You Know? For this section, listeners, I'm going to give you and Mitzi a fact about this mystery recipe. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Did you know that this recipe can have many different types of fillings? What can we learn from this hint, Mitzi? Wow. Uh, well, I I guess we can learn that maybe this recipe is a type of dough that gets filled with something. Mm Mm-hmm. Very nice observation. Here's your next hint. Did you know that this recipe has its own national holiday in the United States? This recipe is celebrated on April 8th every year. Uh, I don't know what holiday is on April 8th. Arbor Day? Fourth of July? Halloween? Valentine's Day? Uh, this clue's not helping me. All right, well, we'll move on to the next one. Did you know that even though this dish is believed to have originated in Spain, they are especially popular in Central and South America? Oh, that clue is a little bit helpful. I'm sort of familiar with some foods from Spain and Central America. Uh, So maybe a sort of pastry dough pocket that's filled with something like onions or... I'm thinking a new thought about the first clue. All right, I'm ready for my next one. Okay, here's your last clue, Mitzi. 
Did you know that this recipe consists of filling wrapped in dough, which is then either fried or baked in the oven? So Mitzi, now that you know all these trivia facts, do you have any more guesses as to what today's recipe might be? Huh. Um, I'm rethinking the first clue. Maybe it wasn't so much about milk. It could have been about beef. I just got distracted because milk makes ice cream, and I really like that. Um, some sort of meat with pastry or dough. Huh. Cheeseburger pizza. Maybe a panini. Uh, could be beef pancakes. Uh, yeah, that's about as far as I've gotten. Well, you are getting really close, Mitzi. Do you know what it is yet at home, listeners? Mitzi, I have one final clue for you, and it has to do with your past. Can you tell me anything about Cinco Dedos? Cinco Dedos? Uh, How do you know about them, Molly? It's on your resume, Mitzi. Well, cool. I didn't know you read that. Anyway, listeners, Cinco Dedos was my very first job. It is an Argentinian restaurant I used to work at right after I graduated from Miss Copperpot's Academy for Useful Utensils. Let's back up here a bit, Mitzi. How about you start by telling our listeners a little bit more about yourself, like where you grew up and how you ended up going to Miss Copperpot's. So, listeners, I grew up in the single greatest place on Earth, Mitt. City. It is a glove and mitten factory, but it's also home to some of the nicest hand safety officers you'll ever meet. I could have spent every day there without complaint, but one day I received a letter saying I had been accepted to one of the best culinary academies around, Miss Copperpots. I've heard of Miss Copperpots. Some of the greatest kitchen utensils of our time have graduated from there. Don't I know it? That's why I was so nervous. But I graduated top of my class, if you can believe it. And after graduation, I had no idea what I was supposed to do. I didn't know if I wanted to become a chef or work at a kiln making pottery or at a glass blowing factory. So I was walking around sadly and aimlessly when I saw a help wanted sign at Cinco Dedos. Sounds a bit like it was meant to be. Exactly what I thought. They had the best food, and I loved working the ovens there with all the amazing chefs. They made the most amazing tacos and ceviche. They had this chimichurri that I live for, and of course, the empanadas. Argentina, in case you didn't know, listeners, is a country in South America that is known for, among other things, their delicious emp- Oh, that's it! The empanadas! Molly, I got it! That's right. Nice work, Mitzi. Today's mystery recipe is the mini beef and cheese empanadas on the America's Test Kitchen Kids website. Congratulations, Mitzi. An empanada, listeners, is a baked or fried pastry with delicious fillings. It's often a crescent shape or half circle, and it can be filled with lots of different things. There are breakfast empanadas filled with egg and cheese, lunch and dinner empanadas filled with combinations of meat, vegetables, beans, and cheese, and even sweet empanadas with things like coconut and pineapple inside. 
Different types are made in different places around the world. The one we have on our website is filled with beef and cheese, but we also have a bean and cheese version for any vegetarians. If you want to try this recipe out for yourself, young chefs, you can head to atkkits.com slash mini empanadas. So are those mystery sounds making more sense to you now, Mitzi? Oh, yeah. Now that I've figured out what it is, they all make sense. The the mooing was for the cows because of the beef, and the chopping was the onions because that goes in the empanada, whether you're making the vegetarian version or not. And then the, the dough, the, the rolling pin, it's all coming together into a mini empanada. Woohoo! That is exactly right. The cow sound represented both the beef and the cheese, and then that crying was a reference to the onions. You are so right. Right, right. The third sound was the rolling pin because of the dough. Empanadas are like little hand pies. I think that's why I love them so much. They are like these perfect, precious baby hand pies with the hot filling. They're just made for an oven mitt like me to cradle and hold. Uh. That's exactly right. They are hot and hand-sized, just meant to be paired with an oven mitt. Amazing! So, wait. Does that mean April 8th is National Empanada Day? It is. So make sure you celebrate at home, young chefs, by making yourself some delicious empanadas. Or just order in. Both are good options. So Mitzi, you worked in a restaurant called Cinco Dedos before joining America's Test Kitchen Kids? I did. I mostly just work the stove, taking things in and out of the oven. I really love Argentinian food. It was so fun to meet all the chefs there and learn about the recipes and ingredients from a different culture. It was sort of the thing that inspired me to get into podcasting, Molly. Really? How so? Well, it was just so exciting to meet people from Argentina who all make and eat different foods than what I grew up with in Mid-City. It was one of the first moments when I realized how big the world is, you know? There's just so much to learn about. So, instead of staying in one kitchen, I felt like I needed to help spread the word about how amazing many different kinds of foods could be. And so that's how I ended up here, I suppose. Amazing. Well, we are so lucky to have you on this team, Mitzi. Sharing the joy of food is what we're all about. It is. Golly, Molly, that game was so fun. Ah, I can't believe I guessed all those sounds. Yeah, those trivia facts were amazing. And thank you for the hints. I kind of needed them. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry for some empanadas now. You and me both, Mitzi. So how did you do at home on today's Name That Recipe, Young Chefs? Did you guess empanadas after sounds like? Or was it did you know that helped you figure it out? Maybe you've never even heard of an empanada, which is totally okay, too. I love when I see something on a menu that I've never seen before. It makes for a very fun surprise. Being an adventurous eater really pays off sometimes. I couldn't agree more. Ah, Molly, name that recipe, in my humble opinion, is a hit. What a fun show. Who else from Mystery Recipe are you planning to have on as a guest? Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Thanks so much for being our first contestant, Mitzi, and thanks to our young chefs for playing along at home. We'll be back with another bonus episode next week. Until then, keep keep on cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a bowl of hand-pulled noodles with chili oil and herbs. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a bagel with lox and cream cheese. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. 
She's a Meatball. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. He's a bowl of chicken noodle soup. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a loaf of white bread. Our post-production supervisor is Ken Margolis, who is chicken marsala. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also a Caesar salad. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's Fettuccine Alfredo. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a homemade ravioli. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, assistant editor, Katie O'Hara, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, test cook, Andrea Vavgen, and test cook, Cassandra Laughlin. This episode featured the voice of Kira O'Sullivan. Thanks again to our sponsor, Juicy Juice. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kits. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.